Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 7, titled ARPANET. Okay, so this is an interesting episode, to say the least. Uh, We got some pretty good stuff going on here. Uh, The big thing being, uh, the driving force of this episode being uh, Phillips' launching of this operation to steal data off of the ARPANET. uh, Which, the way I understand it, is essentially this prototype version of the internet... Uh, that existed for a couple decades, and it was used by uh, scientists and also military personnel, which is what made it of value to the Soviets, hence this whole plotline. Here's what I freaking love about this storyline. They really lean in to how convoluted the idea of the ARPANET is by 80s standards. Like, it's, they make it so easy to identify with how confused everyone is in the 80s by what the ARPANET is. Uh, They sell that very well. Uh, You see Philip talking to Kate early on, and Kate's trying to give him the details of the mission, but she doesn't even understand it. She doesn't even know what any of what she's talking about means, and is like, yeah, computers aren't my thing. Uh, Philip and that other guy are interviewing this professor who's trying to explain to them what the ARPANET is. And you could tell it's just flying over their heads, like they don't even understand it. Like, they sell that. And lean into it. So Freaking perfectly. And it makes this storyline all the more intriguing uh, when they eventually get into the heist itself with uh, this reporter's sidekick stealing a passcode to the lab and uh, Philip going in and attaching this rat-sized bug, (laughs) as he refers to it, uh, into the ARPANET deal. And now it's just downloading all this information. Uh, And it's this very tense moment. I love how freaked out this reporter guy is. Where he's just like, oh, oh, the lab's not empty. It's supposed to be empty. Oh, God, I smudged the numbers that were on my hands. And now I have to remember it. Ah, what's the code? Is it 623 or 632? I don't know. Like, just how terrified this guy is. And then all of this culminating... In this one guy being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And Philip having to kill him. Philip having to murder this one totally innocent person. Who was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I love like this look on Philip's face. Like as he's uh, wheeling this trash can out. Like you could tell like he's just 
He's not happy. He just had to kill someone. The body's probably in that garbage can. And now everything's bad. Uh, it's definitely hitting the pause button on the bigger stuff of this season. I will not say it isn't that, but this is a decent distraction. This is a decent break from the big plot lines. Uh, and it's not as if we don't get anything on the bigger stuff in this episode. Uh, we do have some difficulties with Larrick happening. Uh, with Larrick saying that he's actually going to be going to Nicaragua soon and is not going to be able to fulfill the plan as originally intended to get into that Contra training camp. Uh, Lucia reveals that she was going to kill him <laughs> as soon as he uh, as soon as he finished, which would have gotten everyone killed. So now it's basically like, here's everything that happens on the Lyric front this episode. They make a plan, then they have to change the plan. <laughs> like that's everything that happens on the Contra front, uh, and I don't think Emma and Leanne are mentioned. Really at all. We don't deal with them in this episode all that much. Uh, but I think the big one. I think the most significant plot line of this episode. Uh, is by far. Nina taking that polygraph test. And Oleg sort of training her to beat the polygraph. And it's like telling her not to move on the inside. Not to react to any uh. Any questions she has to lie to. She has to lie to herself. Uh, at one point, he tells her to squeeze her anus. <laughs> Actual advice. And it works. Like, she, you can see her shifting in her chair, squeezing her anus, and it totally, 100% works. That's what beats the polygraph eventually. And Nina goes in. She takes this polygraph test. And it is a really tense moment. Like, you're kind of just gripping the ends of your chair, like, just leaning forward, like, oh, how is this going to go? Like, it, it's really, really tense. Like, it gets difficult to watch at times, because uh, you're watching Nina trying to maintain her composure while she's answering all these questions. And you can tell which one she's telling the truth on, which one she's lying. Uh... <laughs> At one point, she just flat out, like, doesn't know how to answer one question and just stammers a bunch. Uh, at one point, the guy asks if she knows who killed Vlad. And Nina just turns to Stan and just deadpan says, yes. And do you know why? Yes. Like, just staring directly at Stan. Deadpan look on her face. Like, so matter-of-fact. Like, and Stan knows <laughs> what the implication of this is. Stan realizes, like, Ooh. Yeah, that's, uh... I may have effed up. <laughs> I may have effed up in killing Vlad. Uh, but all of this... Leads up to, she passed. Uh, and Stan remains, uh, remains to have faith in her. Uh, he continues to believe her 
and not believe that she is in fact a triple agent. And that's not the only big Nina thing that happens this episode. Uh, we also see for the first time Nina and Oleg doing the sex. So now Nina and Oleg are a thing. <laughs> In addition to Nina and Stan. This woman. She gets around. <laughs> like she's effing everybody in this show. So that happened. <laughs> but headline being Nina passed polygraph. Nina is safe. Nina will continue uh, spying on FBI uh, using Stan as a unwitting source. Uh, also, Henry spying on a family across the street, watching as they go off to vacation, breaking into their house and playing video games on their television. Yep. Uh, Henry is now breaking and entering. Into this one family's house. In order to play video games. Why not? <laughs> uh, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, not a huge episode. There's not a whole lot going on. I mean, I wouldn't call it a transition episode, but... It's very much a slow one. Uh, there's not a whole lot of contribution to the main storylines of this season. Uh, but it's solid. It's a good episode. And uh, I believe we are halfway through the season. Uh, yeah, we're halfway. Just over halfway through this season. So get your asses ready for part two, I guess. Can we just... Are we just going to say, like, draw the line in the sand, like, we finished part one, now go on to part two? Let's put an arbitrary halfway point here. We've reached an arbitrary halfway point. Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing, or not tomorrow, on Monday we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 8. Talk to you then.